Lots of your messages coming in about the cattle ship docked in Cape Town and the disgusting conditions that those animals are being kept in there. It really is quite sickening. If you haven't seen the pictures, I wouldn't suggest you go and seek them out because they are very disturbing. But if you have, I'm sure you'll agree with me about how upsetting it is. And I just want to share a message that's come in with you about a protest taking place today. If you feel strongly enough, go out and voice your opinion. There will be a protest today against the export and transport Transport of live animals. It's taking place at Tully Peterson Bridge on Nelson Mandela Boulevard. Signs will be provided, but you are welcome to bring your own. That is from 4 till 5.30. And in brackets, there's come between 5.30 and 6.32 if you're unable to come earlier. And if you're looking for parking, you can park in Coventry Road or nearby. So if you feel very, very strongly about the situation on that ship in Cape Town, then that is something you can do to make your voice heard. Before we reflect some of your messages on that. We have Brian Ingpen on the line, a maritime educator, author and columnist for the Cape Times, just to talk about whether this is in fact a regular occurrence in Cape Town. Brian, good morning. Thanks very much for joining us this morning. Good morning. Are you well? I am well, other than feeling very, very disturbed about the level of animal cruelty that we as humans seem to think is okay these days. Yeah, yeah. This uh, this ship has really caused us think in more ways than one. Indeed. And uh, it, it, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, no. I was just going to say, and and you, as a maritime educator and author, must must understand that more than any of us. Uh, yeah, there are some of these vessels trading worldwide, moving particularly sheep, but uh, also cattle. Um, they are legal. The cargo is legal, in that uh, the ships are uh, designed to carry animals. Um, but we get few callers here. Uh, there are movements of livestock from South America to many to the Arabian Gulf, and particularly at this time of the year. Um, so uh, we do get some callers here, but very few and far between. And most of the ships do bypass uh, Cape Town. We certainly haven't had anything on this scale before. Uh, we've had uh, ships that have come in and gone again without any uh, anybody really noting their, their arrival. Uh, but this one certainly has uh, has caught the attention. Um, the, these vessels sometimes may need fuel or they may need water or fodder for the animals on board, and therefore they will have to call. But uh, certainly this is an exception. And uh, I can't remember when last we had a loaded livestock carrier in here, and certainly we haven't had this uh, degree of disturbance from such a vessel. Brian, before Cape Townians woke up to this dreadful smell over the city on Monday morning, the NSPC, NSPCA was already on board inspecting the conditions on Sunday evening. They'd had a tip-off. So obviously people did know the vessel was coming. How how um, possible would it have been to, to turn the ship away, or is that not a possibility? Um it is possible to turn ships away, uh, but uh, given the circumstances, I'm not sure of the circumstances on board, but, uh, you know, animals need water, they need food, the ship might need to refuel, or the ship may have had uh, an engine problem or something. In this case, I don't think she has had that, but certainly uh, they are taking on board animal feed, and I see they also are now bunkering or refueling. So it probably was uh, sort of an essential call. And under those conditions, I don't think, and I'm not a lawyer on these things, but uh, I don't think we could refuse a vessel entry um, on those grounds. 
But certainly uh, it'll be interesting to see what the SPCA folks have to say about the conditions on board. Um, but uh, she was due to sail last night, uh, but I see she's refueling and probably will go later today. Um, so we'll just see what happens. But uh, uh, I, I can't believe that we still uh, move animals around like this, you know. Um, if folks need them for whatever purpose in this number, then surely provision should be made to um, develop local herds and so on rather than transport all these uh, poor animals. And bearing in mind that that ship left Brazil, I think it was nine or ten days before she arrived here, mm. and it's probably about another um, ten or twelve days up to the Gulf, and she's still got to pass through the tropics. So it, it's not a good way of moving animals at all. And while in the past, obviously, they, um, they had you know uh, people moving to various countries, took animals with them, and sometimes uh, there were quite a few on board ships, um, and we've we've had, uh, for example, for my column tomorrow, um, readers can note that uh, there was a ship here way back, um, I think it was 1868 or something, carrying 4,000 sheep. And uh, fortunately, the sheep were offloaded, and then the ship promptly went aground on what was then Woodstock Beach. Um, but uh, this sort of thing has been happening, and one can understand it in the past, but I'm not sure about now. Mm. where with artificial insemination and mm. air transport and all that, um, even stud animals um, shouldn't be transported by sea. Uh, uh, in aircraft, perhaps, because it's a shorter duration, but uh, certainly uh, not in this number by sea. I, I really can't see any reason for it. And uh, there's a demand up in the Middle East at the moment, uh, for particularly for sheep, but... Um, I'm sure that if uh, folks up there um, put their heads together, they could develop local herds for local needs. And Brian, just as a maritime expert yourself, talk to us about the actual journey. What is it like traveling at sea from Brazil to South Africa and then on to Iraq? Uh, in this time, of, this, this time of the year, it's uh, not too bad. Uh, the ship would probably come into a bit of the southeast trade winds and therefore a little bit of a head swell. Uh, not too bad, but uh, the problem is when that ship passes through the tropics, it gets exceptionally hot, and uh, of course these animals, uh, the the, uh, the 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 decks where the animals are kept are airy; it's, they're not closed in, uh, but um, it still gets very very hot. And uh, one would have thought that um, the decks would have been hosed down properly, etc., before the ship arrived here, unless something went wrong, and uh, and that's why we have the smell. But um, this time of the year, across the South Atlantic, not too bad. But uh, going up through the tropics, I think, would be a, a real problem for some of these animals. must add that one time we had a, a vessel that bypassed Cape Town carrying sheep, and we had a few carcasses washed up on Clifton and Camps Bay. Oh. And uh, it was, uh, they were traced to this vessel that had passed a few days earlier. Uh, really a grotesque thing to find on the beach. Oh, gosh. On that awful note, I'm afraid we have to wrap up our conversation. But thank you very much for joining us this morning. Brian Engpin, maritime educator, author and columnist for the Cape Times.